Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a question and answer session about my engagement with the blog post from Bungie about enhancement cores. They did speak to the community. I engaged with what they wrote. We're going to be taking questions now from the audience. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. I'm probably live right now. That's when these hit the feed. So come on in and join the conversation. If I'm not live, just click follow. If you're watching on YouTube, hitting the like button, the subscribe button is a great way to support my content. Ultimately, I concluded that this was a flat tire issue that has continued to come up every DLC, whether it was Forsaken, Forge, or now Drifter. The reason it hits a fever pitch these three different times from the community uh, and has required response from Bungie basically every time is because the content is becoming a hurdle and a strained point of entry. And that's why it happened at Forsaken. They changed the name of the cores and they added the spider bounties. It happened after Black Armory to the point that Cosmo had to respond on the forums. And it's happened again now at Drifter. It continues to happen, not because of a vocal minority, but because I believe a vocal majority. I believe a lot of the people uh, that would like to engage with the game are struggling to. We're not even actually, that's the big thing I tried to highlight in the video, is that we're not even talking about the content itself. We're talking about the access uh, to the content, and that's where my main frustration stems. So, let's jump into the questions. Going to need to move and crop just a bit here. The Pie Piper says... What one or two things does Bungie need to do to fix Destiny, a.k.a. bring the players back? I've continued to say, I think I just need to do a talk about this to outline this very clearly. I've even considered putting a post on Reddit, because I do think this is literally the solution. Is that if blues and purples drop at your level, it makes leveling still slow and intentional, and milestones still hold their value, but you have a way of protecting yourself from bad RNG, because once you hit 660, all of your pieces are not 660. You could grind strikes public events or crucible and get things to drop at 660 get yourself to 660 before doing a milestone and then that milestone would tend to be a bigger jump for you that would put you in control of leveling this would also make infusion costly if you take enhancement cores out and you're getting drops at this interval that are smaller that would be a natural lesson for people to say i'm not going to infuse as often because i'm getting so many drops that are incremental right that would be i think a great way to do it that would be a streamlined leveling system if you play for a short amount of time you're not going to level up really fast in my system hardcore players level up in two weeks anyway they're not what i'm thinking about here they would probably level up just as fast but the more casual players Again, when I say casual, I think it's a big confusing point for a lot of people. I think a lot of people are hardcore in their sentimentality and their affinity for the game, but they come into the game in lower amounts of time, and they would still feel a sense of progress because every activity would be helping them bump their level a little bit. That's my big solution to the problem. I think I just need to do a video about it, and maybe even a Reddit post, because that I don't think is that difficult of a solution to, to, to add. Raising the soft cap of blues and purples of, or even vendor items up to whatever level you are to polish off those gaps, and then just taking enhancement cores out of infusion, I think everybody can be happy with that solution. Bungie would still say infusion is an impactful decision because you really should wait in that situation until you're at certain deltas to really infuse. Um, and as long and as long as your your glimmer and materials and legendary shards are being used, you're going to run out of those materials. So, I think that's the solution. Uh, racked. 
Lord of Destruction. Uh, so says, with as big as a pain point as Koi's are, what would you do personally to make Infusion impactful, or would you revert Infusion back to the way it was before? I think literally what I just outlined is how Infusion would still feel impactful. You would naturally feel like it's better to wait without somebody wagging their finger in your face and telling you you should wait. You would just kind of naturally learn. You'd be running out of glimmer and, and resources that you just earn by playing. Those are just sort of mundane day-to-day resources that you you earn by playing. You're not going on some spider errand run and standing around waiting for HVTs. That would be my solution. I just kind of outlined it. Uh, Slap says, on a scale of 1 to 10, how tone deaf do you think the TWAB was? I mean, it's a 10. It's an absolute 10 because the number one, all they did was parrot something that was said a year ago at the community summit. They didn't say anything new. I got fired up and said, why didn't you just have Goth write it? Goth said this a year ago. I'm not taking a shot at him. That's his perspective. That's fine. He's allowed to have that perspective. But that wasn't any, that wasn't new information. You're just saying what he and many other people said a year ago. Your interpretation of what he said is the issue. I don't have an issue that infusion should be somewhat impactful. It shouldn't be completely and utterly mindless. I don't have a problem with people's perspective on it. Their interpretation of that philosophy is the main problem. So they didn't say anything new. And then their solution is, again, just it just doesn't feel like a solution. It's like, you're just feeding us more bounties? Like, that's not what people were asking for. Uh, Big Ninja 1997. With leveling being a pain point and milestones the only way to level up, when your character levels up and receives an Eververse Ingram, if alongside that you received a gear piece plus two of your overall character level targeted at your lowest level piece, do you think that could help? I think, I think what I've already outlined with with blues and purples landing at your level is a much better solution than this. This is still too incremental and it still strangles the, the, the player's time a little bit. You're still leaning on RNG and you're, I mean, I guess you're leaning on XP, but even then after you hit your, your third ingram and your, and your well rested's gone, that's not going to be an interval. I think that's going to make people feel pretty good. Gyrotype. If enhancement cores were just supplemental instead of integral, uh, do you think they would have more purpose in the current game state? Yeah, as I said at the beginning of this, as I said at the beginning of this, like, milestones would be far more supplemental. You'd be like, okay, like, for example, my warlock is a 697. So right now, any guns that drop at 697 don't do anything for me. It would raise my helmet by three, my gauntlets by one, my boots by one. All those would get rounded off. And you know what that would do? It would push me to 698. And then if I wanted to, I could grind for 698s, but I, I kind of wouldn't need to. A 698 means any milestone I get is probably going to be a 699 or a 700. So at that point, I feel empowered to go and run. I feel empowered to go and run a milestone. If you're 660 and some of your gear pieces are below 660, those blues and purples would fill those gaps and then the supplemental nature of the milestone would land. It'd be far more impactful. And then what Lars and what and what Cosmo said about the leveling would still reign true. Milestones are the fastest way to level up. They're going to give you those bigger jumps. Use them strategically. Use them wisely. You only have so many in a given week. The other thing this does is if you protect yourself in this way, you round off all your pieces so you know you're like, okay, I'm a 660, almost all of my pieces are hovering around 660, any milestone I get is going to be a bump, I'm not going to get screwed by RNG, it 
it wouldn't be that painful to go and run Crucible and Gambit. If you don't like Crucible or Gambit, at least you know when it's over, the milestone is almost assuredly going to help you. That adds impact and meaning to what you just did, instead of just more frustration. Man, instead of grinding five Crucible games, I would have rather just been doing pub events and strikes with my buddies and chilling out, but I went to Crucible. And I did five matches, and I got a powerful weapon. I don't need a powerful weapon right now. That doesn't help me. I needed gauntlets. I needed this. I needed that. I, I, I can't believe how simple this is. It just... We're not talking about a complex system. We're not. This system that I'm describing to you existed in D2 Vanilla when it came out. You would run pubs and get blues and purples from your packages, from public events, and you'd round out off all your pieces, and then you'd go and do a milestones. Milestones were much bigger jumps back then, if I remember right. And then once you got that really, really big jump, it would raise your power level, it would raise that cap, and then you'd go run and do a bunch of the pubs and stuff again. That's why it's an easy solution to come up with, because we've already had it before. The bomb dog. Will the lockout on base game, end game content, Trials of Osiris and D1 ever be removed? I mean, I don't know. I, people want it to come back, but I mean, it's clear that they just don't seem to have an interest in doing anything with PvP right now. Maybe they're cooking up something significantly huge for opulence. I don't know. Something that Bungie is very good at is like taking something off the table and not doing anything with it for a really long time. And then all of a sudden they, they, they bring it back on the table and everyone celebrates. That could be what's going on with Trials and the complete lack of updates and changes and things for pvp it could be very intentionally vacant they create vacancies and then they fill them and then everyone celebrates that's kind of been the pattern for the last four years that could be what's going on i don't i don't i don't generally know if that's what they're doing but it certainly could be next question from pockets 3407 why should i spend shaders on my armor if i haven't had the armor set in months I don't understand why you're asking this. Why should I spend shaders on my armor if I haven't had a set of a set armor in months? I, do you mean do you mean cores here? Why should you spend cores on armor? I'm, that that question doesn't make any sense to me. Wilhams enhancement core taking a whole season to get a minor change. Does that mean they're working hard on D3 or another annual pass, or is this their version of fast acting uh, fast acting Bungie? I have I don't know. I truly and utterly don't know. I don't know if in their mind are they thinking we don't have enough manpower to fix these issues. I said the other day, where's the live team support? I said this yesterday. Where's the live team support? Nightfalls aren't rotating right. Ada's bounties aren't rotating right. Like what what the frick's going on? Like where where's the live team support? Why are they not getting in front of this and saying, okay, let's make sure the nightfalls are properly scheduled. Let's make sure Ada's bounties and frames are properly rotating. And then Cosmo tells the community that Ada's frames are random. They're not random. I don't understand. How are they random? They launched in order of the of the forges that came out. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I'm showing off my ornament a little bit here. This ornament really makes the skull mega, mega dope. Very, very, very nice. It, it can't be RNG if the frames launched in order of the forges. That doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't they just continue to go in the same exact order that they initially went in? James Seek. Let's just say enhancing core infusion is never going away. What would you do about infusion if that's the case going forward? Well, then they should just be dropping at the same interval of all the other currencies. Don't you see how dissonant it is? It's like glimmer, shards, and planetary materials. 
pretty regular stuff that you can get you can get at a, at a decent interval and a decent clip well that doesn't that enhancement cores come out of nowhere and they're like oh well, we're going to give you bounties to make them more accessible so you tell the community that you feel like it should be an impactful decision it should be a meaningful decision and then in the next breath you're like it should come from scarcity and then you say but we're going to make it less scarce it's like well which is it then like again they're saying oh well it's too painful right now so we're going to make it less scarce and it's like it's not too painful because it's less scarce it's too painful because it's it's play flow disrupting it doesn't it it doesn't actually add to the player's experience it frustrates the player experience god bless says seems like the cores uh, are like a leveling wall to preserve end game and so people don't exhaust the content definitely not a perfect system but my question is what would be better the way it was initially or a middle of the road thing okay here's the problem with this approach people aren't even getting into the content so they're bailing before they get there instead of as i said roping people through like if you go to the airport remember i said they have like the roped lanes and there's nobody in line and you feel like an idiot when you have to go through those lines to go super slow and then you get to the flight you get to the the person at the desk that can help you that's what this feels like it feels like you're roping me through really, really slow content to get to content at the end. Just let me get to the content and make up my own mind. If, like, the forge bounties and the forge grind, I that was a great grind. I really liked it. Just because they get there quicker doesn't mean they're suddenly going to, like, oh, well, they, I got here fast. This content stinks. If you've made good content, if you've made a, a good and a thoughtful grind, then it doesn't matter that they got there very quickly. Look, the hardcore players get there quickly anyway. You're just frustrating the you're just frustrating the rest of the player base that either can't get there quickly or their 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 gear usage along the way is is completely and utterly frustrated. That's the main issue. I think that when you look at it, that account was created 38 minutes ago. You might as well just perma them if they're coming in and causing trouble, like a brand new like a brand new account, not even an hour old yet. Um so if their thought process is we don't want people to get we, we, we don't want people to get to you know to the content too quickly because then they're going to burn through it it's like yeah but they're like why though like th- the whole point of the season pass the annual pass is to say here's the new content come and play it and they're basically saying here's the new content come and play it and then they go like this they're like stiff arm you're like come on come on keep fighting yeah, that's right. Keep fighting. Uh-huh. RNG sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Go get those enhancement cores. Yeah, you need those. Yep, keep going. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're swinging. Oh, you're swinging so strong. You're doing such a great job. Oh, you're a little bit closer now. You're a little bit closer now. It just is such an unwelcoming posture. It's such an unwelcoming posture about the new content. You're you're creating a drip feed that that people aren't even actually getting to the drip feed. The bulk of the content that people are engaging with, they come back, is is milestones and spider bounties and now gunsmith bounties. Really, I don't, I don't know. It just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me. Now, now, if they made all the content accessible, right? If they made all the content accessible from Jump Street, and while you're doing that content, you're learning that oh, I can. 
I can roll all this over once I hit max level and then the content changes. Like, what if you could do tier one, two, and three of reckoning when the content first comes out and that's how you level? You're just grinding that content, you're getting drops, you're doing bounties, you're you're playing Gambit Prime and you're leveling. And then when you roll it over, right? You roll it over and you hit max level, now it changes. Now there's new bounties, now there's new loot pursuits. You see what I'm saying? Like you're you're getting to engage with the content in a way that levels you. Right now, what we do is it's like, welcome back. We've got all this new stuff for you to do. In order for you to do it, you have to go and do all this other stuff first, and it's going to take you a long time. There's currency grind. There's milestones. RNG could you know screw you. There's all these things. I. That's the main issue. Is that it just feels disjointed. It's like it's and that and it's unwelcoming. Recklin says if the new content was PVE based and got you to max power and afterwards opened up new game types for the grind for the roles you want on the gear would that be a better system I did not pre-read this I did not pre-read this question I just said that I literally just said you're saying a little bit different you're saying it would open up new game modes I just said that I said this during Wrath of the Machine I was like wait so there's there's new content there's new things to do and everyone's grinding Omnigol for two blues to level up instead of using the new content to level up I've been saying this since Rise of Iron. Why don't we use the new content to level up? I don't understand. You create all these weird hurdles for us to level. And as you're saying, and as I just said, once you get to max level, it opens up a new grind, and then you pursue the roles, then you pursue the loot. I I, I, I completely agree with that sentiment. Leviathan. I'm so disappointed in this twab. They prove they aren't listening to the community. Can't we ever can we ever trust Bungie with fixes? It seems problems arise, the community talks, and Bungie does nothing or does the opposite fix. Like I said, I think at this point, okay? I think at this point the the feeling in the community is it's it's not even that we feel like they're not listening or that there's this opposite fix. I think what they should have probably done... I mean, we do feel like they're not listening and they're doing the opposite fix. I feel like what they should have done is they shouldn't have said anything. And then when they started talking about the season of opulence, they could have said, we heard you guys kind of periodically, you know, in the last couple of DLCs saying that you couldn't get enough enhancement cores. Enhancement cores were too much of a pain. One of the things we're also doing in season of opulence is we're introducing bounties with the gunsmith to give you more. Okay? It's like a side note offshoot thing. The problem with the way they handled this scenario is they get everyone's attention. They get everyone's attention. They're like, we're going to be talking about enhancement cores. And everybody gets really excited because it's been a significant pain point. And when they get everybody's attention, they're like, all right, everybody gather around. And they say, okay, what we're going to do first is we're going to say something that we already said a year ago. After we're done saying that, we're going to tell you that ultimately it's not going to change. And we're going to add some bounties. So... Again, it's just like, why did you even draw everybody's attention to it? You drew everybody's attention to the subject to tell us that you're not going to make any changes, and then, but you're going to add some bounties in the next. I agree with Eugene. It's a bit of a darn if you do, darn if you don't situation, but I still think it's better to not even get everybody's attention because getting everybody's attention got everybody excited. It's better just to be like, we're looking, you could have even said, we're accepting your feedback and we're looking to make some changes in the next season. And then that's all they had to say. 
okay, you're not changing anything now, but at least you're looking at next season and how it's going to impact player progression. But instead, they're like, all right, guys, we're listening to you on Masterwork Cores. We're going to address the community on Masterwork Cores. Everyone's like, oh, they're going to talk about Enhancement Cores, Masterwork Cores, whatever you want to call them. Oh, okay. Everyone perks up and tunes in to basically hear nothing new and to be told that we're getting what is not even really a solution in the next in the next you know annual pass i just again i feel like you're 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 drawing attention to something and then punching people in the face it's like it just it just doesn't i just don't understand why they would even think that that is a that that is a solution or that it'd be a good idea to get everyone's attention and then just disappoint them um I think you're just better off staying quiet uh, at that at that point. Again, that's you know that's obviously my opinion, but I just think they would have been better off not saying anything. Uh, hand me my arm says on reset day is it better to level up starting with your most powerful character or the lowest? I think you always start with the most powerful because if you can move your most powerful up a couple notches and then they get some gun drops, those guns are now higher when you pass them down. The odds of your lowest character raising those guns is is pretty unlikely so like if your lowest character is 660 but that character is 660 because you're giving him 670 guns none of those guns are not going to pass 670 all you're going to do is give him a bunch of gear that's in relation to the 670 guns that's raised him to 660 right so if you go on your highest level character you boost those you boost those uh you boost those those primaries to be higher those guns like right now I've been playing on my primary character my guns are maxed so now anybody who picks these guns up all their armor drops are naturally higher you're shortchanging your armor drops if you start with your lowest character because you're, you're basically wasting all those milestones on the lowest character and then by the time you get to your highest level character you haven't boosted the guns at all you always start with your highest character first and then pass down and you always go to the second highest character because that character might boomerang get close enough to the level of the guns and then they may bump the guns as well Jetboy I've solo queued in comp from 637 to 1739 in a total of 9 hours currently at a 3 game losing streak should I wait to reset to get bonus points or keep fighting it's up to you I, I don't have advice for comp playlist Jake breaks as much as the cores are a real problem do you feel the RNG of powerful rewards is the true criminal getting 5 of the same powerful drops in a row is a real gut punch basically both systems are fires that pour gas on each other that's essentially what it is the infusion system pours gas on the leveling system and the leveling system pours gas on the infusion system. Because as Paul said in his article, if you're like, okay, I finally have a pretty good jump here. I'm going to take my gun up from 660 to 670. And then your very next powerful drop is like a 672 powerful. That RNG on that drop betrays you. It's like, I just spent resources infusing this. What the frick? Or that feeling of like a lack of progression, right? You're taking forever to progress, you keep getting bad drops, and then you finally do get a sense of progression, but you either can infuse all the pieces that you want, or you just squeak in. Let's say you squeak in and you're strong enough now to go into tier 2 or tier 3 reckoning. You don't have any gear diversity at all. You basically either have to 
infuse the stuff that you think is meta, like rigs, you know, like a rigs tether, Phoenix Protocol chest, or what, or or you know, Skull of the Dire Ahamkara. If you don't have those things, you know, you infuse other other stuff. So again, your build diversity is strangled, your freedom is strangled, you you can get betrayed. Like the RNG system of the leveling and the infusion system, they just pour gas on each other, and that's why people just completely short circuit, and they're like, I, if I, I, I just can't. I can't infuse. I can't level. You know, you're telling me to do all these things I don't want to do. Snacks says, I agree on all issues on cores. I hope it's not a sidetrack, but do you have any tips for a solo player who wants a triumph seal? I, there's guides online, dude. I don't have a, I, I'm not going to talk you through how to do a triumph. Figure it out by reading a guide and looking at the instructions. Uh, Mr. Anderson, I don't get it why add more bounties for us to do and take away uh, power grind just to get cores. So why do you think they are being so hard-headed and not just taking them out? Um, I've been here playing since D1 beta, and now I'm barely on. I would like to see them uh, out and go back to farming materials just like I did in D1. I don't know, dude. I just, I don't get it. I don't know if they're like, if we back down on this, it's what you know. What is it? Is it is it damaging to the to the solvency or the value of the community summit? Are they worried about some of the some of the content creators that really dug their heels in and defended it even till now? Like, are they worried about basically de facto saying those people are wrong? You know what I mean? Like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where the stubbornness comes from. It makes no sense to me at all. I said it the other day. I said it like a week ago. The whole thing feels like it's rooted in stubbornness and not for the good of the community. Did you notice in their blog post? Listen to the listen to the listen to the the, the tone of what they're saying. The goal of the infusion system is to create an impactful feeling of progression when you increase power. An infusion system with no scarcity. They're talking about the system. They're not talking about the community. They're not talking about how the system benefits the community. They're just defending the system. Now they say, right, if the overall system is causing a negative experience, we want to work to improve that. And then they basically, in the next breath, say, we constantly monitor the infusion economy. You see what I'm saying? Then they're not talking about how the community feels. They're not talking about how the community is is responding for the third time now in response to the system. They're basically saying we monitor the player behavior with our data. And as I said before, your data is so bias laden. Of course, the people that are engaging with your content and hitting all your data points, of course, they're grinding for cores and infusion, infusing and doing all the milestones because your system makes them. You are making them do it and then citing that as evidence that that's that's totally fine. It is so bias laden. It hurts my brain. It's like you're literally telling us that we're monitoring what people are doing and you're you're just defending the mechanism by saying this is the mechanism of how you level up. We monitor it and people are in people are doing all the things that we require them to do. Yeah. Yep. Of course they are. What's your point? You're not speaking to the community at this point. You're defending your mechanism with the philosophy. They're also telling us how we should feel during leveling. We should feel great because we have enough cores to infuse up gear. We should feel like we are progressing. Right, it should feel impactful to infuse my Warden's Law for the 19th time. Like, what? Again, it just comes across as like paternalistic and tone deaf. It's like you're telling people how they should play and experience the game. Rusty. 
I think the gla- uh, the glacial pace at which Bungie implements changes to the game is a big factor here. They seem to be focused on the annual pass release, and then the live team seems to be non-existent. How much of the problem do you think is due to Bungie just not putting effort into keeping the game alive outside of content drops? Okay, so... I want to give room here. This is when people accuse me of being a Bungie apologist. I want to give room here for them to say... Not, they're not going to say this, but internally say, we can't really focus on that stuff right now. People are going to play or not play, and we just got to shove the content out and, and keep and keep the drip feed going. We are working on rebuilding the next game. If they're building the next game in Unreal, if they're trying to figure out how to get their 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 current engine to be more agile, more adaptable, you know, better for the new consoles, dedicated servers, I don't know. They have moved focus to D3 at this point, I think. Luke Smith said that in the TWAB. He said, most of us are eyes forward on how we're going to continue, you know, being our own, you know, our own bungee, basically. I could go back and read the exact phrasing that he worded, but essentially that's what he said is, most of us here are eyes on the next game, essentially. And I think we have to give them room to do that. I think the challenge is, if they come out and say that, that sounds like they're making an excuse. If they don't say anything, we're all just kind of like, what the frick is going on? Where's the live team support? Why are the Nightfalls screwed up? Why are Ada's things screwed up? Why is none of this stuff getting getting addressed? I guess we have to presume that that's what's going on. That a lot of people have shifted focus to the future, and that means that there's not a lot of support in the present. And the updates and the changes are coming, as you say, at a glacial pace. It's just like, oh my gosh, it's taking forever. That's not me defending inactivity or a lack of activity. It's... It might just be the world we're living in right now. If we want them to really shift focus and build the next game in such a in, in, in such a significantly better way than they built D1 and D2, we might have to give them space to say, here's the content, we'll try and make tweaks each season. At this point, right? At this point, my main frustration with this is the solution is so simple and wouldn't hurt the content. It wouldn't hurt the player base. It would help the player base. If they would have come out and said, for Season of Opulence, one of the main things we noticed in Season of the Forge and Season of the Drifter was that leveling was too arduous. We had to use surge bounties to get people to catch up. People didn't like the RNG nature of the leveling and how how limited it was. And also, people didn't like having to spend enhancement cores on infusion. It felt like there were too many hurdles between you and the content and using the gear that you want for season of opulence we are streamlining the leveling in a handful of ways and we're going to give you guys ways to infuse that empowers your progression more if they had said that even though it's happening in june it at least would have been like okay they're not doing it right now but at the very least they're taking what we're saying processing it and implementing it instead what we get is a parroted philosophy we heard 12 months ago and a we're going to add some bounties for you while taking other bounties away they should have kept the scrapper bounties in there they should have kept the scrapper bounties in there I don't know why you wouldn't have just kept them in there in addition to the gunsmith bounties like why wouldn't you keep them in because then at least you would have both two invitations of the nine seems poorly timed I don't understand is is Paul is Zer here? Why would Zer be here? How's he seeing Zer already? It's eleven forty-seven. 
I'm not sure what that picture is from. Shine7k. Lono, do you think Bungie should stop focusing so much on making the game extremely balanced and focus more on making the game fun uh, and people want to play? Oh, it's a joke. He's joking around. Quit debating us, Paul. He's just joking around, guys. Okay. Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't want to get down the rabbit hole of the nerfing conversation again, but I do think some of the decisions recently about exotics like shards and Ursa Furiosa and supers like um, Nova Nova Warp, they have been completely decimated, and it's frustrating because it's done in the name of PvP, which is like, like, can we talk about how Ursa Furiosa, Shards of Galanor, Nova Warp, even One-Eyed Mask, all receive nerfs in the name of PvP, a side of the game that you're ignoring and doing nothing for other than that. Like, like I don't understand. What Leave our stuff alone. The PvP crowd isn't even happy. Like, they're, why are you... You think they're... You think what... They're gonna, they're gonna rub that in their wounds? Like, yeah, they nerfed shards. Woohoo! One-Eyed Mask got nerfed. Ursa, yep, yep. Nova Warp. And then in comes Spectral Blades. Like, I, I don't know. I... It's frustrating that they even did those nerfs in light of the big picture. Uh, the Admiral Zhao. Would you rather see Bungie remove cro- uh, cores completely or make it easier to get them? Remove them completely out of infusion. Remove them completely out of infusion because then the currency suddenly makes perfect logical sense. It's scarce because it is used for end game investment. It is an end game currency. It's an end game currency. If you even use them for more things like enhancing perks up from hand cannon reloader to enhance cannon, hand cannon reloader and it's costly, that's a long-term endgame grind that makes sense. It's completely logical. It's scarcity. It's you've got to go and actually grind the currency because you're investing in a particular piece of gear for a particular thing would be the perfect solution. Their scarcity makes sense. That They're making the currency more convoluted and confused by saying, well, we're going to add more bounties to give you a more intentional grind for them. It's like, so now masterworking is even more diluted in its intention and role in the game. Leviathan. They are going to dissolve the weapon parts inventory from players because I can't see the bounties being cheap. One bounty, 50 to 100 weapon parts uh, or more, all for one core. Uh, and we can... And we have to now share with getting gunsmith weapons, mods, and core bounties. I see this actually causing more problems. Well, yeah, the thing we're not even talking about is where's the solution for mod components? Where's the solution for mod components? Because, I mean, if if people right now are wanting to get mod components, instead of giving... (laughs) This is what absolutely kills me. We have been saying that for a while too. Give the gunsmith bounties for mod components. Why? That's a that's a perfectly sensible thing. If you want mod components, if you want to buy mods from him or Ada, you need a way of getting those components and you can't. And instead of giving him bounties to meet a to meet an actual pain point that the community has, you know, rose to the sur- raised to the surface. Instead, it's no, he's going to have bounties to to kind of put a bandaid on everyone's frustration with enhancement cores. I, again, I don't understand. I don't understand if th- there's a huge vacancy of mod components right now. Can you get mod components from Ada? Yeah, but the prices go up each time, don't they? You can't earn mod components. You have to buy these with mod components. And then when you interact with Ada, doesn't the price keep going up? Yeah, it triples. The pricing structure on her mod components doesn't even make any sense. It Again, 
rather than say like we're starved for a currency called mod components it would be sensible to just give some bounties to the gunsmith so we could get more mod components right no nobody's dying for mod components they're mods why is it okay for them to be scarce because a mod is a capstone investment in a piece of gear just like masterworking so again the scarcity of mod components is sensible i mean they're not even scarce they're basically impossible to get the mods go up mod components do not oh let me look at this here then we were given some bad information here let's take a look Oh yeah, you can just pl- you can just plow through here. I again th- think the pricing structure on one mod component is a little weird though. 25 gunsmith materials and 3 legendary shards. I think that seems a little steep. It doesn't seem steep to me, but given that you need 10 mod components for one of these, that means you need 30 legendary shards and 250 of the of uh, of the gunsmith materials to buy one black armory mod. Again, you're, you're, it, it, again, me standing here and doing this, really, again, it just would have made more sense to be like, oh, the, 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 the gunsmith now has, the gunsmith now has the ability for you to earn, uh, mod components, so you can go and buy things from her at a pretty good interval whenever you want. Again, buying a mod from her is not a fundamental need in the, in, in, in the player base. Players would like to and need to level and infuse. That's an entry point issue. Buying mods from Ada is not. So it would have been okay for them to say, hey, mod components seem a little scarce. Even buying them is a little pricey. We've come up with a way for you to earn mod components on a regular basis. A peasant ghost. Is a solution to make Bungie happy, but get our way just to make cores or mod components a guaranteed drop from dismantling purple gear or weapons? It will always be either a core or a mod component. It keeps casual players happy, keeps hardcores happy, uh, keeps it as part of leveling like Bungie wants. Here's the thing. They waited so long to address this, they kind of created their own problem. People at this point aren't really going to be happy unless it's completely gone from infusion. If it left infusion, there would have been celebration. When you add new new layers and hurdles for folks, no one's celebrating that. No one's saying, man, oh man, I'm so glad they did this. I you know, now I have a way of uh, now I have a way of getting this done. It's oh man, I, I cannot believe that I have to do another set of bounties. At this point, the fever pitch the fever pitch of frustration has hit such a level that the only seeming solution was just to take them out if they would have made these tweaks along the way with making them drop more often from you know dismantles and you know gunsmith bounties and all that we might not be having this conversation right no I'm not going to the summit little light radio I haven't been to a single one paddywhack might be a little off topic, but with the announcement in January with the split from Activision, I feel that their mindset toward the annual past content started to change and switch focus on other things. Do you feel that Bungie is banking more on Season of Opulence and future content and their response to Enhancement Core is just another band-aid attempt for now? Love the content. Keep it the great work. I... N- I don't know. Um... I don't... I don't know. I... I don't know if they're saying, oh, let's put all our eggs in the basket of opulence. Oh, let's look beyond. I do feel like their attention feels a little bit split, right? I just feel like it's a little bit split. I think I missed some subs. 
take uh take she phoenix with 100 bits uh ms uh mnst robot with nine months and silent gives it a sub to lulu thank you i just think their attention split i don't think they're like oh let's just put our bank you know banking in opulence and future content i don't think they're like voluntarily trying to harm the game also their response to enhancement cores to me is not in line with a, a, a oh well, well let's put eyes forward let's put eyes on opulence you know would have loved to have had you there to defend the player base and the community at large instead of people who defend it from a streamer standpoint. I'm not going to take shots at anybody who's going. Everybody's allowed to go and voice their opinion. I don't need to go to a summit. My voice is loud and clear. I don't need to go to a summit for them to hear me. They can hear me and ignore me like they're ignoring the rest of you. I'll keep doing it. And the more they ignore me and the more they ignore you, the more foolish they look. When you have somebody writing for Forbes basically saying... This is completely tone deaf. This is completely, this is just, it's, you're not even answering the community. Like this just seems ridiculous and ludicrous. It, this isn't, this isn't just some ranting, angry, you know, gamer on a forum somewhere. So the more you ignore me, the more you ignore the community, the more foolish they look. They're making themselves look foolish. Like you're not hurting me by not listening to the community or not inviting me to the summit. I mean, if anything, my voice is getting stronger because people are getting more irritated and they're rallying to content that is that is speaking their frustrations into existence. I, <laughs> like you're making me stronger to a certain degree. I don't, <laughs> you know, start to fall. Thank you for four months. Rusty, the player base has adjusted to the issue. For instance, I don't upgrade my bad omens till I get another one to drop at a higher light. This works, but it's absurdly unfun and it keeps me from enjoying Destiny as much as I should. Does Bungie not realize the core issue drives people to dislike their hobby? Well, and as we've said, like, you're just leaning into the system because it requires you to do so. So you're a stat point in their in their metrics and their in their data collection that is basically saying that is basically saying, "Oh, look, this person's doing X, Y, and Z." because you have to right every bungee thread that dylan posts is on 50 50 uh on his 50 50 replies from haters and fanboys but his enhancement core thread last night was 99 percent sheer hatred well and the and the and his tweets and the reddit threads again are not toxic haters they're measured people saying i love your game and i'm not playing it's not angry little children throwing rocks thank you legion for two months of subs Reddit post regarding enhancement cores is up to 7.1 upvotes. Is that a lot? Yeah, 7k upvotes is a lot. That's a trending topic. That's a trending topic. Now, what post are you talking about? Is this somebody complaining? Or are people upvoting... Are people upvoting? Are you talking... Oh, you're talking about the one, Bungie, because you continually fail to understand this. Let it be reiterated. No one will remember your game for being balanced. It will remember for being fun. That person takes aim at the enhancement cores. Yeah, that that's a trending... That's a trending topic. It's near the top of the, of the, sub, of the subreddit. Yes. Now, that's not the first time. I took a screenshot. I took a screenshot, and I tweeted this. Uh, this was... This was, uh, when, when, when did I do this? When did I take this picture? This was March 15th. Okay. So this was a week ago, two of the trending topics. One of them was, it takes way too much to infuse 2000 upvotes. Then this one, I'm enjoying the focus on seasons of the annual pass, but the grind for light every season is burning me out over 1000 comments and 4,000 upvotes that trended and Bungie replied to that. 
So two trending topics a week ago, not surprising, we get a week into Season of the Drifter, and what happens? People clamor to the Reddit places, and the forum places, and the Twitter places, and they all say the same thing. Infusion and leveling sucks. I've been saying this since September, so you can take shots at me on Twitter all you want and call me a baby that needs a nap and say that I'm wrong per usual. I told you that with enough time, everyone would agree with me, and it really is starting to look that way. So who's wrong per usual now? The Mountain King. If Bungie were to change the enhancement core requirements for infusion... Would that be enough to get players to return to the game and retain their interest in season content like Season of the Drifter? Okay, hang on. If Bungie were to change the enhancement core requirement for Infusion, would that be enough to get players to return to the game and retain their interest? I don't know if Season of the Drifter is strong enough to pull people back, but I know that people didn't even get a chance to try it, right? I know that I know that people didn't even get a chance to try it, okay? So... I still think leveling being RNG would just irritate the fire out of people. Even if you make infusion nice, I still got, I still had, I had gauntlets that were 677. I got into the 90s, okay? My gauntlets were 20, roughly 20 levels below the rest of my gear. When I finally got a pair of gauntlets, do you know what the next three out of five powerful drops were? They were gauntlets that didn't help me it was infuriating i waited and waited and waited milestone after milestone everything that dropped right everything that dropped what was doing the same exact thing it was it was landing outside of gauntlets and wasn't helping me and then when i finally got gauntlets i got out of the next like five milestones i got three more gauntlets it was infuriating someone in chat called it they said now that you got gauntlets you're gonna keep getting gauntlets and i did that's a sickening prediction to be able to make that like makes you sick it's like yeah you're probably right and then it happens it's like come on man come on this season alone I've had three prime ingrams target my highest level weapon and then it's a god roll it goes to my highest level weapon doesn't help me or barely helps me and then it's a god roll so it's like a double whammy it's like I, it's like painful 18 uh, 16 months from SG Miller. Thank you. PR uh, 4 show with 11 months. Thank you. The Mighty Moose Show. Would giving players the ability to trade be a viable option? Allowing people to farm cores and trade them. We don't need trading in the game right now. Don't start. See, this is the problem. Somebody said it really good yesterday. They're like, you don't fix a broken system with another system. That's That's like, oh man. Look at this machine we built, Bob. What's the matter with it? Well, that arm over there is too short to reach this socket, okay? Oh, well, let's make the arm longer. No, 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 no. Let's build a whole nother machine to connect those two pieces. What the frick? You're a terrible engineer. (laughs) You don't build another machine to fix your broken machine. You fix a broken machine. Like, get them out it's a system that doesn't is is not working well it's disruptive to play flow don't introduce another system to fix it we don't need trading we don't need gunsmith bounties we need streamlined leveling and an empowered feeling to use the gear that we would like to use that's what we need ghost and dragon i feel like getting the mods and cores are fine i feel like the game is way better and for someone like me with a one-year-old who just casually plays nowadays it's something to grind for uh, when i do it feels like an accomplishment d1 was a grind and i enjoy it i feel like the casual players out there are just lazy that's fine i feel like you're an idiot 
So if you want to call the entire player base that's frustrated lazy, I'm just going to call you an idiot and we'll call it a day. You can make it, you can make a broad stroke insult and so can I. So I'm going to skip your dumb question. Azula, is Bungie's decision to change how enhancement cores will be earned in Season of the Opulence a done deal or would continued community feedback have a chance to change their minds? Listen, if we continue to kick the dirt back in their face and tell you this ain't going to work, this ain't right, this isn't, this isn't a solution, this doesn't make us happy then maybe maybe i don't know i like i don't know like how how can i have confidence they're going to listen when for 6 for 6 months okay is paul is paul tassie just an ignorant chump am i just an inexperienced destiny player dumb dumb who's lazy no how i'm not lazy i i'm what are you talking about i play the game every day Look, what are you talking about? I, we've been talking about this for six months. I don't have any confidence they're going to make any changes. Like, the, again, remember the history. Let me give you a nice clip for Twitter, okay? Enhancement cores were originally called Masterwork cores, and when Forsaken lands, about a, about a two-week period went by, people started complaining about it. Paul Tassi writes an article September 18th, beginning of October, I make a video talking about the pain point of Masterwork cores in the community. That pain point and frustration hits a long and strong enough fever pitch that Bungie replies. They instead then change Masterwork cores to Enhancement cores, and they give us the spider bounties. That doesn't solve the problem, because as soon as we get into Season of the Forge, January hits. The frustration hits another fever pitch, and the frustration hits such a high level gets so many uploads on the forums so many upvotes on the forums that Cosmo responds to the community and says here's your frustration with enhancement cores and infusion I'm going to pass this along to the team fast forward to March at the end of March it hits another fever pitch both on Reddit and the forums to the point that Dylan responds and says we're going to address enhancement cores that's the pattern and here we sit with a solution that is basically we're going to parrot what was said a year ago at the at the summit and our solution for your frustration is just more philosophy parroting and some more bounties. I don't have confidence in the fact that they're listening and going to change this in 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 light of everything I just outlined. It's just tone deaf response after tone deaf response. So you can, I guess, just keep claiming that what was said at the summit is being honored. Like they're saying, this is what we want for the infusion system. It's like, no, that's what was said at the summit. And I guess you shared in that sentimentality. And now we're just going to continue banging away on this. Like, I have zero confidence that they're going to come back in a week or two and be like, all right, okay, look, enough's enough. Enhancement cores are gone from infusion, okay? Like, now was the time to do it. Now was the time to do it. They could have even packaged it so smartly, they could have said. In Season of the Forge, we found that the the cliff to getting into the forges was too steep, and that frustrated players, so we made changes in Season of the Drifter. However, that cliff seems to still exist, as the pattern and the rhythm of the reckoning at 670 and 690 came in such a pace that people are not able to go into it, and also they feel that Enhancement Cores is just one more hurdle keeping them from the content. So at this point in time, we also see another change worthy of making is to remove Enhancement Cores from Infusion and destroy streamline the leveling that would have seemed like okay you didn't want to make the change before season of the drifter you wanted to see how folks responded to the surge bounties you wanted to see how folks responded to the content but instead you dig your heels in parrot some philosophy from 12 months ago and tell us that you're going to give us bounties and opulence what 
fuzz bounce. Could it be said that forcing players to leave old weapons behind is, to use your phrase, breaking the train to make us play with the blocks? Or do you believe it's a necessary evil for the purpose of the continued grind? I just think casuals will be mad if you take away their midnight coup and make them grind for uh, midday loyalty. That's basically the same gun with the skin. Well, no, that's not what you would do, Fuzz. Like, I think you're, you're simplifying it a little bit, okay? Number one, who's a casual player with a midnight coup? (laughs) What are you talking about? That's Leviathan grind. That ain't a casual player. If they finally got the midnight coup right before it goes away, I do feel sorry for them. But yes, I believe it is the lesser of two evils. And the reason I think it's an acceptable response is because you wouldn't give them a midday loyalty. It's the same gun with a different skin. You would have a whole swath of new guns and new perks. But the reason you're chasing them is because that's the new stuff to chase. I said this yesterday. You have two choices. You either have to give us a bunch of gear that is basically equal to the Midnight Coup in efficiency and strength or equal to the Ikalash shotgun in efficiency and strength, which makes them less interesting. It's like they're basically just as strong as gear I already have. You either do that or you make people leave gear behind every 12 months with the knowledge that you're going to dump a bunch of dope new stuff on us. I don't understand. Why did my, my, my thing rumbled and I'm in the tower? That was weird. Um, so the reason that's the lesser of two evils is the people that would complain. I want you to think about the sentimentality of where the complaint is coming from. I chased loot. I got loot. Loot is important to me. Don't take away my loot. That's the kind of person that would say, oh man, did you see that trailer, that new shotgun, that new hand cannon? Man, that looks dope. It looks like somebody like ripped the arm off of a dragon. I want that. Oh man, that looks like some kind of new alien tech. Holy crap, I want that. Did you see the new perks they're putting on them? It works. It works. You prune the rose bush and take things away so it can flourish and grow. Do you want to know what's happening right now? We have an unpruned rose bush. You just have all these like flowers fighting for space, and it's just like Midnight Coup and Ikelos and all these things from year one are just sitting in the way of anything else feeling important. You I'm telling you, if you don't do that, you're gonna face what we're facing right now. It's just this giant like inflated loot pool that's like there's no room that gdc talk that they did somebody uh, uh, milo tweeted me the picture it was a picture of a pie and it said whatever power you give now in the present is taking away from the pie in the future that's exactly what the midnight coup is doing right now it's making it incredibly difficult for them to give you a hand cannon that you give a crap about but if every year we go through a reset Well, people will complain. Remember, you have to parse complaint with player behavior. The complaint has to be parsed with the player behavior. If people are like, man, that stinks. I just got the midnight coup. What do you think they're going to do when they see all the new weapons? More than likely, the sentimentality and their affinity that they just betrayed by being frustrated is going to be strong enough for them to chase the new gear. Nobody is that motivated and that in love with gear and they suddenly stop caring about gear. Also, let's consider... I'm, I'm trying to be nice here. Let's consider how convoluted and stupid it is to say, I love loot-based games and the loot that I got in the first year, I never want to part with it. What are you even talking about? Wh- why? If it's a loot-based game 12 months later, you're not wanting new stuff? 
and bored of the old? It doesn't make any sense. You want to use your Midnight Coup for forever? It's a loot-based game. Why are you playing a loot-based game if you never, like, white knuckle grip, like, I'm never letting go of this gun? Why are you playing then? What, what do you, what? What do they promote this game with every single time? Look at all the trailers. The gear. Iron Banner is promoted with the gear. They promote the game with the gear. So yes, you would complain, but then you'd chase the new stuff. Instead, what we have now is, like I said, it's an unpruned rosebush. It's just everything is in its in, in, in the way, and it's just like there's this big giant centerpiece rose, and it's like Ikelos Shotgun, Midnight Coup, any year one god-tier weapon. Nothing competes with these. They just kind of match them. A good Warden's Law or a good Breakneck matches the Midnight Coup, kind of. Naruto Master. Should Spider uh, offer a bounty that rewards worldly materials and cores? He does already. What are you talking about? Snake Eyes. What if Bungie used tokens for cores? Tokens are, in my opinion, useless. I think most people forgot when Masterwork cores came out, they were used to master... Uh, working gear and dropping orbs in D2 year one you would know and point it out we couldn't get our supers fast enough uh, and so they made that for that now they move to a major pain point and it's infusing Your question's got a lot going on in it man it's kind of like a kind of like you spilled marbles on the ground I, I, I'm not really sure what you're saying here I mean if, if all of a sudden I'm using tokens for cores <sighs> where are the tokens coming from where are the tokens coming from? I They don't have tokens anymore. You're basically just letting really, really rich people that are rich with tokens buy cores, and then eventually, then what? Like, what does a new player do? What does somebody who doesn't have any tokens do? You get tokens from Zavala and Shax, but you don't get tokens anywhere else. It's another. It's a currency for another currency. Yeah, it's like... You don't create another system to fix a broken system. You don't fix the machine with another machine. You fix the first machine. Infusion as a mechanism is broken right now. Fix that. Don't give me another mechanism to solve it. Taboo Lave. I think Bungie's response is a decent compromise. Okay, I'm interested to read this. They don't want to remove cores from Infusion, but instead make cores more accessible. Do you think it's possible to make cores common enough that they don't even need to be taken out of infusion? Sure, go for it, and then you've completely convoluted the currency even further. Okay? The currency of cores, originally conceived of, they were called masterwork cores. Let's just call them that. I'm not buying into your illusion game anymore. Okay? You're not pulling some David Blaine crap on me. They're masterwork cores. That's what they are. Their scarcity made sense as an endgame investment path. You capstone your gear. Now, instead of evolving that system of capstoning your gear, they have now sullied and ruined the currency so it's attached to infusion. Okay? So the scale's like this right now. It's tilted like this. And they're too low. You're not getting any. They're on the low end of the scale. And you're just trying to do this. You're just trying to tilt the scale so it's like this. So then all the cores are dropping in your lap. You haven't solved the problem of having a convoluted and contradictory currency. You've just made it you just made it more generous to the player. I would prefer that, yes. Yes. If you're not giving me a choice, if you're like, look, we either we either leave them in there 
and make it painful or we leave them in there and we give you a lot of them well then give me a lot of them so at least people can get, have the pain point removed but then masterworking just becomes this it's just super super easy and then that's less meaningful because it's not really like an impactful min-maxing thing it's not really that impactful now and that's why people don't do it it just makes way more sense to say the scarcity of masterwork cores masterworking gear okay and then enhancing perks is like a that's a nice vertical evolution it's, it's perfect for capstone and gear, and then we're adding another purpose to masterwork cores. We're going to let you enhance perks. You're taking it into a vertical evolution. This is like a lateral evolution, and it just makes it super confusing. It's, it, it doesn't belong. Darth Louie. The problem with the current bounty system is that it pushes us to take tasks, to do tasks that takes us away from the core grind. Do you think the new bounties will be more natural bounties? I hope they are. I hope they are because the scrapper bounties are quick but again they are disruptive scrapper bounties take you into like crucible to get some kills strikes to do something and then like go do a lost sector so it's like but I'm not doing that like bounties were typically like get headshot kills get shotgun kills generate orbs get kills with your super do you know what's great about those types of bounties you can do them anywhere, right? The, the 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 scrapper bounties have you going into specific activities and doing specific things. It's disruptive. I can't I can't use that word more. The milestone leveling system is disruptive. The player wants to do this, suddenly he doesn't get anything from it, so he has to go do something else. That's disruptive to what the player wants to do. And you're adding insult to injury with RNG. They don't want to play Crucible, they do it anyway out of an act of sheer desperation because they've run out of milestones. So they do Crucible, and then they don't get the drop that they need. Now they're angry for two reasons. So you you just, you insulted them twice. And the core grind, disruptive. I have to go and grind Tangled Shore first. I have to get the fragments. I, like, I really want you to think about what they are doing. Like, zoom way out. Zoom way out, okay? Why am I banned from Guardian Con? I'm not banned from Guardian Con. Zoom way out. They are making you grind for a currency to get a currency. You have to grind for fragments to get masterwork core bounties from spider you have to have gunsmith materials to you have to have gunsmith materials to to get these bounties from 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 the gunsmith it's like you're grinding for a currency to get a currency it's just bizarre it's so bizarre it's so out of left field it's very very weird Gorilla Dump. Do you think Bungie would not remove cores because they are considering having test cell bundles of enhancement cores? Oh my gosh, no. They would never do this. Like, if you... If you think that that's what they're going to do, if you think they're going to say, like, we're... We're... (laughs) We're going to sell this currency in the, in the Eververse? I mean, you want to talk about... That's not even gas on a fire. That's a nuclear bomb. That's a nuclear bomb. Nobody would ever do that. I can't imagine... 
I can't imagine them taking that posture. That would be that would be one of the worst decisions they could ever make. That would be one of the worst decisions they could ever make. Ashen Annihilator. Making infusion impactful uh, just makes me want to use the weapons I know work even more. Uh, the new gear doesn't even drop at our power level. Doesn't it just push people away from trying the new weapons? Right, that's why my solution kind of covers both... It kind of covers both both angles, right? Like, if if people are... If people are... Uh, if people are getting gear at their level from everything they're doing, then the new gear drops and is usable... And then the infusion pot, the infusion process is a little bit more streamlined because if you take enhancement cores out, so then new gear, you're given the opportunity, you're given the opportunity to try it out. Like right now, it like it drops below your level. So like if you want to try it out in the new content, that's, that's like at a higher power level, you have to infuse a brand new gun. And it's like, I mean, I'd rather just try it out. So again, and Paul Tassie touched on this. Like, it's a, it, it's a, you're, you're creating, you're creating too many layers. You're creating way too many layers, and that's the problem. Like, you can't even, like, you can't even use the gear that you want. You can't even have loot diversity in your builds. Uh, Jodicus, do you think Bungie's persistence to double down on infusion is to prevent a long tail issue with vault space every coming ever coming up again? Oh, I don't think so at all. I don't think this has anything to do with vault space. I think they're trying to, I think they're trying to slow folks down, right? I think they're trying to slow folks down. That's the main thing they're trying to do. Um, and aren't following. It's it's one of those things where it's like I think they're just trying to get you to take a little bit more time before you get to the content. It's just a way of stretching content is essentially what it is. Uh, Steve Trees, I feel your passion. I'm with you 110%. I left E2 after Leviathan. I came back at the end of January. I love Forsaken, loved the game, and wanted to see it thrive. But with the leveling, literally burned me out. At what point do we say enough is enough? Well, I think people are saying that. I think people are saying that like people are saying like, I I can't do this. I I can't. I mean, look, the player base numbers went down again. We went from, okay. So today is March 22nd. Okay. It's a Friday and the player base numbers yesterday were 670 K for PVE. They're now 570 K. They're continuing to go down. Crucible levels went crucible levels went down from 560 to 530. They're going down. Now they'll surge again on the weekend. They typically surge on the weekend, but during the week the averages are going down. Black Armory had much better averages than this. Black Armory Armory surged things up into I believe the 8 or not, the 8 maybe even 900 and then settled into like a 7 or 800,000 players a day in PvE. Black Armory had a much better PvE response. This is having this is the, the the returns are already diminishing and we're but we're barely into the season. 
Aquarius. Now, I'm not saying all the people that are stopping playing are stopping because of leveling. I think what's happening is, is Gambit Prime and Reckoning is too narrow. It's too, the content's too narrow. So I think people are leaving because of that. I think people surge the, surge the numbers going for Pinnacle Gear, doing Allegiance bounties and stuff like that. And then that's why the Zer, the Zer will surge stuff over the weekend. But as soon as people are kind of done with those pursuits, they're not going to stay because it isn't really a good grind atmosphere. Even if you would, even if you are one of the people in chat that are like Lono, I like Gambit Prime. Lono, I like, I like, uh, I like Gambit. I, what, what are you talking about? Even if you're one of the people that say that, uh, then y- <laughs> you 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 can't grind that all day every day for an entire season. It's mega sweaty, especially the, with the matchmaking now. When you play with a team, it tries to match you with high level players, and it's just very very sweaty. Even if you enjoy the content, I think you have to admit, you're not going to want to do this for the next couple of months. You're going to get burned out. That's all there is. So it's a combination of things. I just think the primary issue is they lost people before it even got started. Like, enhancement cores and leveling. Again, I just see too many people liking the videos, commenting on the videos, commenting on Reddit, Twitter, the forums, uh, this Twitch chat. There's way too many people that are saying, I'm done, I'm out. For it to be just like we're not cherry picking a handful of people. There's a there's a clear trend of disengagement happening. Tiger 2 actual. If Bungie insists that enhancement cores remain in the game, do you think they should only be used for masterworking gear and not for leveling? Maybe up resources for leveling but removing cores from the process? I don't even know if you need to up the resources. I don't even know if you need to up the resources. Because honestly, the the, the if the if you streamline leveling the way that I suggested there's you don't have to you don't have to up the resources you're gonna if you infuse too much you're gonna run out of glimmer you're gonna run out of cores it's going to happen right I it's it, it's a, it would become a natural pain point right it would become a natural pain point you would say I need to slow down I'm getting these small jumps are not worth are not worth it they're not I, like these small jumps are I need to slow down and not infuse as much. And then Bungie would get their way. Infusion would be an impactful decision, not just this, like, blind uh, allegiance, right? You would, it would be impactful because you would be doing it less frequently out of the sheer need to. You wouldn't have to raise the cost of infusion. Uh, Solidus Scott. So Bungie said they are adding new bounties to bring in another way for us to get cores. They mentioned those costing gunsmith materials. Do you think that's a problem as well, considering those are used for so much now, specifically uh, for us getting mod components? Right. This is why you don't create a system to fix another system, because you're creating more problems. You, again, as I said a little bit ago, you're, you're, you're using a currency to grind for a currency, right? You're having to get ghost fragments from Spider to get his bounties for for another currency. You're having to use gunsmith materials, which is a currency, to get bounties, not for items, but for another currency. It's just like, it's so weird. It's a very weird system. Unknown Zero. What do you want exotic do you think they are going to bring back next? I think in September they'll bring back the Galahorn. I think they're going to bring out the big guns for September of this year. I think Opulence, they may bring back, um... They may bring back Vex Mythoclast. That's just an instinct that I have. I feel like Vex would come will come back in opulence. I don't know why. That's just like a that's like a feeling that I get. Bad Juju as well. I could see them bringing back in Season of Opulence. I think they're going to hold the Galahorn in their back pocket and they're going to save that for September. But I believe this summer you could see some of I, could, I believe you could see Vex and Juju come back. Uh, yeah, Hawkmoon maybe. Yeah, Hawkmoon maybe. 
Louis Mags. In your opinion, why do you think Bungie is really digging in their heels so deep on this one? Are they tone deaf? Do they act, are they actually afraid of something? Say returning to the alleged year one D2 sentiment towards infusion. I'm completely baffled by the refusal to listen to the community on this one. I mean, there, there are clear segments of the community. There are clear segments of the community that are responding to this and saying it's not a problem why do you guys want things to be casual fied blah 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 I don't think them dialing back enhancement cores on infusion would make those people get upset to the point that they would stop playing but maybe they are scared of that narrative maybe they're scared of a narrative of like well if we if if we if we if we do this then people are going to start saying that you know we're reverting back to the casualification of D2 that's possible, but I think at this point it's just so clear that the community is providing the feedback that it's just it's too it's too strangling to the experience. Clark Strider, with constant feedback criticism from the community over the last year, why is Bungie holding out an infusion idea? Yeah, same question I just got. I don't I honestly don't know why they're holding out, why they're being so stubborn. I truly am at a loss for an explanation. Uh Promec. Would milestones be better if they told you that they were dropping armor or weapons, like rotating weekly per activity? I put forth this idea in another video about how to fix milestones. It would give you some intentionality and agency. Whenever you hand a bunch of weapons to your second character, you could go do all the milestones that give you armor, and it would probably really help boomerang you. And then you could pivot to all the ones that are guns. That agency would help. I still think the solution of having everything drop at your level, if it's not a milestone, would be significantly better because that gives you agency and control and protection from the RNG of the milestones. Leave the milestone system as is. My solution pairs with it and doesn't take doesn't take away from what they've developed as a play all the content if you really want to level up fast. People would still feel that draw and pull, but it would be more rewarding. I'm not diluting what they're trying to do. I'm actually, I think, empowering it. Blazer. A little off topic, but what if Bungie let us change a milestone into an activity we wanted to play? Pay Glimmer to make Crucible... No, no, no. Don't start making me pay and use currencies to do the things that I want to do. Uh, Oiled Otter. What, uh, what is a fair amount of time to spend grinding for gear in Destiny's uh, case power? Playing Division 2, I feel like it is requiring an hour of my time to make a level of progress is fair, but I'd be interested to know your thoughts. Well, they're different games, right? Like, one level of power in Destiny, like if you go from 660 to 661 in an hour, that's really, really slow. That I mean, that's 50 hours to go from 650 to 700. That's like really, really slow. So, if you want to slow it down in the 690s to that pace, maybe I'd be okay with that. But again, I don't think that leveling is content. Leveling is only content when it's like a brand new campaign and you're going for all the dope new stuff. Like, you know what I mean? That, that... That's that's obviously that's obviously a time where like leveling is part of the content. You can't like force force leveling, like force feed leveling into the content. Like, oh, this is content. No, it, it really it really isn't. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't feel like content at all. It feels like you're you're ham fisting something into the content and slowing people down with it. Uh, cool fusion. Why don't they just allow us to buy the cores from Spider without doubling the price on all three characters? Again, they're just it, it, the intention of the system is to slow you down. Um, you know, it's just to slow. It slows you down. That the intentionality is clear. We don't want you to be able to get a lot of these quickly. They said in their own blog post that it's uh, that the resources are scarce. That's the point. Uh, 
Scrub, Raise, Elono, when Forsaken launched, I was saying the same things you were to my friends, and now they have all left. Uh, now that it seems Bungie really wants the idea of impactful uh, infusion, clearly it isn't right now, to stay, should we try to find a middle ground? The narrative currently is to remove them. What about infusion cores? Something else. I think a middle ground is the right approach. What do you think? Love the content, brother. I, yeah, I mean, I just don't know if a middle ground is reachable. I don't know if a middle ground is reachable. Um, it's just... I think at this point, it's clear... Um, at this point, it's clear that there is... Uh, there is a there's a there's a frustration point in the community that's been reached. They waited too long to do anything that people are that frustrated. If they would have made little tweaks along the way, maybe what you're saying would be possible. I just think they waited way too long and people are like, "Get them the frick out." Every band-aid just feels like an insult to the request. Captain Karth. I agree with all your talking points about enhancement cores, but do you think it's possible that since the split from Activision, all these Band-Aid solutions are the fastest things they can do because they're relying on smaller workforce? I don't know. I feel like if they suddenly shrunk down into a smaller workforce, that I feel like they they would have that would have been announced somewhere. I think it would have been announced somewhere, and it hasn't been. So I don't think it's a smaller workforce. I think maybe they've pivoted a lot of the workforce to other things. Quick and the deadly. Um, I don't understand why Bungie continues to hold on to infusion costing enhancement cores idea. Do you think the player base will come back to season of opulence if they stick with the system they outlined in the TWAB? Personally, I don't see myself coming back at this point. Again, I agree with Patrick. I agree with Holtzman on this. I think people are just already, he thinks people will come back in season of opulence and just be exhausted. I think they already are exhausted. Like you, you have a pattern that I've already outlined. Couple a couple weeks to maybe a month after Forsaken, it hits a fever pitch, so they make a change. Masterwork cores become enhancement cores. It happens again in January after Season of the Forge. It happens again in Season of the Drifter. So the community has clearly hit this pattern of frustration, and if they don't really feel like it's been it's been solved and answered for Season of Opulence, it stands as just another hurdle and stiff arm to the content. JD Gamer. First of all, congrats on four years on Twitch, but what's your thought on the new consumable coming to Iron Banner, bringing your light down by a hundred inside of Iron Banana? I don't, it just seemed like a way to make things harder on you to get like better rewards. I don't really care about that. I don't really care to comment either. It's just not an issue right now. Creative idea, but I don't think it's really important. J. Chris, I'd be very interested uh, on how masterworking armor that players have I don't have a single piece of masterwork armor because I need them for infusing. I wonder what that stat is and do the stats not support the argument, which is why they wouldn't give us the numbers. Well, I mean, anybody can st- can skew numbers and data for their own for their own argument's sake. I mean, he says in JFK that, you know, in the movie that, you know, fancy physics can tell you that a, an, an elephant can hang off a cliff by a dandelion, but like that doesn't mean it it doesn't mean it's true. So, it, <laughs> I think they could do a lot of fancy, a fancy, you know, numbers and, and, and show us a lot of things. Again, even if they said, here's how many people are masterworking their armor, you have to consider how long it's been since Forsaken introduced that idea, and then you'd have to contrast that against it. They could also cheat to a certain degree with the stat, because tons of people masterworked stuff before Forsaken. So we would want to know what percentage of people every season masterwork armor 
I don't care what they've done up to this point. I'm saying, okay, within Season of the Drifter, let's just say within Season of the Forge, how many of the engaged players masterworked an item? And how many items did they masterwork? Even then, I don't necessarily know if that really gets at the heart of the issue because the systems are set up in such a way as to where people grind and save and then probably end up with a surplus. So that just really isn't important to me. Nick... Um, is online says how do you feel about finest matter weave they drop cores uh, with little effort it could become like a three of coins I mean that there those are still there they're just kind of random uh, Zelfin so I recently reached over 2,000 barion bow I basically never use them um, because I don't need the tier 2 runs of blind well I never seem to run out of tinctures what if a third secret vendor is added to the DC that allows any time purchase of cores, say 30 Baryon Bow. Again, all you're actually doing is, is creating a currency exchange with because you have an abundance of a currency. That's not a solution. That's not a solution. You're, you're essentially going in and saying, I have a ton of a currency. Let me just go buy a bunch of cores. You know? I don't know. It just it to me it seems very very interesting that they would that they would do that. They they create this they create their they create an abundance of a currency. You have way way too much of the currency, okay? And when you have too much of the currency, you're then going to do what? You're going to offload the currency to bypass a pain point. I just don't think that's another that's just again, that's not a solution. Uh, Dragon Tat. Just an idea, but what if Bungie allowed cross-infusion needed cores, but this for the same type doesn't? For example, you can infuse your boots, your helm, but it, uh, you can infuse your boots into your helm, but it'll cost cores. This would alleviate some of the pain points of powerful engrams and RNG. I don't dislike this system, but this just doesn't seem like a fully orb solution. I don't know. You're basically saying, okay, you got screwed on your drop. You got a kinetic weapon and that doesn't help you but you can infuse that kinetic weapon into a heavy and it's going to cost cores right boots into boots you know heavy into heavy that doesn't cost cores cross infusion does i don't dislike the idea um i don't know i just think the idea that i put forth with blues and purples dropping at level would have you feeling the natural pain point of infusion if you were doing it too much and the absence of enhancement cores would make you feel like okay I'm running out of glimmer I'm running out of you know shards or whatever I'm gonna wait to infuse would be like just a natural conclusion because there would be such a constant rhythm of those things dropping uh it's serpent gaming do you think that season of opulence will bring Sparrow Racing League? No, it's never coming back. Abe Rocks, would you agree that this issue affects the community differently and that some people might even like the fact that it is a material that is rare, valuable, and takes time to acquire, makes usage difficult, and a decision to make? I don't really care if there's other people that like it, because they would continue to play if it got t- taken out. No one is playing Destiny 2 right now and, and feels such an overwhelming depth and satisfaction from this system there's no way that's true there's no way that's true they're n- and even if they do feel some sense of satisfaction they're not feeling it to such a degree that if they take it out of infusion that they're going to stop playing uh, Angelus there is definite strategy to milestone priority the point is that the system still sucks but there are ways to better your odds is the problem maybe not that they are showing which milestones give 10 plus and which give 1 plus so that people can actually make impactful decisions from which to improve their odds again I have to disagree with this this is not true 
you do not increase your odds by doing them in a different order. Let's just say you have five plus ones and five plus tens, okay? Five plus ones and five plus tens. If you do the plus ones first, hoping to round out some of your lower pieces and none of them hit your lower pieces, you're screwed. If you do your bigs and then they land on all the right pieces, their impact was shortchanged by the short by the small ones not hitting the right pieces. If you do them in the reverse order, you do the bigs first and the smalls second, and the bigs landed in exactly the same way, and the smalls landed in exactly the same way. You have net added the exact same power level to your character. You're not netting more gains by doing them in different order because you can st- the way they fall. If you get four guns in a row, whether they're bigs or littles, it still is going to short circuit what you're doing. The only way, the only way you protect yourself and increase probability of bumps is only do powerfuls when everything is close together, but you have no control over it. There's absolutely an order to doing them in a smarter way, uh, depending on how your ge- on how your gear is. There are so many saying this Datto among them. Well, that's fallacy of the professional. I don't care if Datto says it. You're changing the story now, by the way, depending on how your gear is. Sure, that again is what I just said. If your gear is well-rounded and close together, go and do one of the big ones, right? But when you approach each week, there isn't some strategy of doing the milestones in order that's going to net you bigger gains. The only thing you can do is do the big ones when you're in the safest position. That again, doesn't increase the probability of a gain. That's what you're arguing in your question. You're saying it betters your odds. No, it doesn't. You can still get the wrong drops. You can still get screwed by all the other littles and bigs. As soon as you have a couple standout items, it can still wreck your progression. You can do things in the exact same order, play the exact same content. WTF Game Nation, one of them was max level at 700, the other was at 680. There was 20 levels of difference between them, disproving your claim that it gives you better odds. Well, I mean, it doesn't disprove your claim you get better odds. Maybe it, maybe you can claim it gives you better odds, but your probability isn't going up. It's just better odds. T-Rex and Datto disagree? Again, I don't care if T-Rex and Datto disagree. Like, that's just fallacy of the profession. You're trying to act like, well, they're smart guys and they disagree with you. Cool. It's a contextual situation where in some circumstances, doing a certain milestone is probably more beneficial. If your guns and your armor are really close together, okay, if they're really close together, doing a big makes the most sense. You're mitigating some of the risk, okay? There, But there is not a, th- this is the right strategy to doing leveling, right? Wouldn't that make you kind of wrong then? No, it wouldn't make me wrong. I am pushing back on the oversimplification of what people always say when this comes up. They say, Lono, there's a strategy and an order to doing the milestones, and if you do it in the right order, you get bigger jumps. That's not true. All that all that Datto and T-Rex are highlighting is the same thing I just highlighted. If your gear is close together in power level, doing the bigs makes the most sense. That again, doesn't actually net you more gains. You're doing the same thing that I'm doing and we could both get terrible drops or good drops. Everybody always takes what they say and they oversimplify it. And they're like, no, there's an order to the milestones, Lono. 
Shadow said it. T-Rex said it. If you do the milestones in the right order, you'll get bigger jumps. No, that's not true. They're just giving you a logical progression system that's dependent upon where your gear is at that given time. It's not true every week, and it's not true for every person. It's not a universal truth because you could approach week two, and your guns and your armor could be super far apart. Well, now what they're saying isn't true for you. If you enter second week, and your armor and your helmets and your armor and your guns are close together, then what they're saying is true for you. It's contextually applicable. Everybody always tries to make it like this universal truth, like, no, no, you're an idiot, Lono. If you do the milestones in the right order, you'll net bigger gains. No, that's not true. That's not true. So yeah, they're right in that regard, but they're only right for people that are in that situation. That's it. You get a better chance at a jump, not a guaranteed jump. That's not how leveling an RPG should happen. Yeah, that's that's precisely the problem. So don't cite Datto and T-Rex like they're a trump card or something. I, I, I understand how the, <laughs> the system works. And again, that's the issue. Is that their their principle that they're giving you? That's great for you know Charlie over here, right? That's not good for this guy if his guns and his weapon, if his weapons and his armor are super super far apart, you know. T Rex supports slowing others' progress down in that way while he can get ahead, quote unquote. I don't think any of the streamers are are like, I want everybody else to be slowed down so I can get ahead. There's no way that's Sam's attitude. That's that's ludicrous to claim. No, I don't think that's his attitude at all. I think streamers like long grinds because they like long grinds. You're talking about a guy that did he did Monster Hunter World with a freaking blindfold on. Like he likes to grind. Asking for a long grind is not him wanting you to go slow so he can get ahead. That's not that's not at all his sentimentality. He played No Man's Sky for crying out loud. Vanilla No Man's Sky. Like he he's another guy that just enjoys a grind. Um, if Dado and T-Rex were to have bad luck that others face more often, then they would, uh, they would be preaching the pain point. Maybe, maybe not. Again, like I said, they enjoy a grind, so they might be like, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Like, they're, they're not very, um, I don't know. Their disposition's usually pretty, like, chill. Like, oh, well, that sucks. You know, I guess I'll have to keep trying. (laughs) I guess I'll have to keep trying. Um, J-Christ, uh, J-Christ says... What about the fact that almost no one has recognized the fact that Bungie's answer is a net zero? They're taking away one set of bounties for another. Well, yes and no. It's more intentionality. You don't have to rely on scrapper bounties randomly showing up. That you're, they are, and there's daily. So like scrapper bounties, you may get none in the given day. You may get some. This, there's going to be a guaranteed daily set every day. So you could boot up every day, grab the dailies on each of your characters and fill your coffers with enhancement cores. But again, that's disruptive, right? That's disruptive. I'm just going to ban this guy. Your name is obnoxious. Go the frick somewhere else. I, I'm sorry. If you want to call it discrimination, fine. They should not let you have a username that long. It's stupid. It's it's it breaks chat flow, and you just you're not contributing anyway. Find another stream. Um, Guy Hen, if I do the head upgrade from Drifter and it gives me an illicit helmet, can I get the notorious version of that helmet when I do reckoning? I actually don't know. MW2 Killer. Would you think it's a good idea if you get Master Records to drop from powerful enemies so you could farm activities like raids or public events or strikes? I mean, again, 
I just don't think they belong in infusion. So when you guys are getting down into these micro solutions, I'm going to start skipping your questions because I don't think that's what we want. Uh, revise my question before because it wasn't clear enough. If cores stay in, there is no reason to use shaders or mods since I have an infused armor because I keep swapping it out. My guardian looks like a hobo. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess somebody would just say use the shaders that you have, or you can pull them out of the you can pull them out of collections for they're not that they're not that expensive. But I see what you're saying now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, they would apply that philosophy universally. You can celebrate the application of a shader once you have, once you kind of arrive. You'll enjoy using good gear after using bad gear. Ha ha ha. You'll enjoy using good shaders after using bad shaders. Ha ha ha. Like, that's just... I. Uh, Mr. Jekyll, if they ever remove enhancement cores out of infusion, what should the cost be for infusion? I've already said it should be fine the way that it is. Uh, it should be fine the way that it is. <clears throat> Pret. Isn't it a contradiction to have your favorite weapons feel the same across different uh, game modes as Bungie has stated before, Strikes PvP Gambit, but you are not able to use some or any of these weapons because the power level of these weapons can end up being too low because of the infusion system and the cores involved? I mean, I don't know if I'm going to stretch that and say they're contradicting themselves. I'm not going to stretch that. Uh, Reaper um, says, the thing... The thing that I ended up enjoying about the infusion system is that I ended up using gear I otherwise would never have used otherwise. Example, I didn't see the enjoyment of a 110 hand cannon until I had to. Could that be what they wanted? Well, I think I think that, but I don't know. There's two sides of this coin. You're, you're hoping someone enjoys a weapon they feel forced to use. I actually think they're way less likely, okay? They're way less likely to enjoy that gun if they feel coerced into using it. If they feel more empowered to use whatever they want, they might feel that sense of like, let me try out this other gear. Infusion's not a huge pain point. Everything drops at my level. Let me try this gun out. If it's more, if it's stemming from their decision, then I think they're more likely to enjoy it. They're in a better headspace about it. I mean, think about it. Oh, 110 shoots so slow. What the frick? This reloads so slow. You can put it. You know, you're in a bad headspace about it. Now, not you. You clearly, you clearly ascended uh, to the plane of the gods, and you understand that one tens are great, right? I, I use a warden's law, but I, I think that if it's forced, they're way less likely to enjoy it. If they feel empowered to have diversity in their loadouts, try a bunch of different weapons, guns, and gear. Look how narrow the field of equipped gear is with this system. They're way less likely to do what you're saying. Smirky Mercs. If they wanted fusion materials to have scarcity, why don't they reduce legendary shard drops and remove cores? I don't know someone who isn't sitting on a mountain of legendary shards. I, yeah, again, you're just, I don't think infusion needs to be painful. I disagree with the premise, and because I disagree with the premise, I think you're just keep trying to apply um, pain points that we just don't need. Sacrificer, do you think removing cores from masterworking instead of infusion and having weapons be masterworked via usage, D1 weapon leveling, but for masterworking the weapon with a set number of PvE, PvP skills? Do you think removing cores from masterworking and instead of infusion, you have weapons being masterworked by using them and masterworking the weapon with a set number of PvE? Yeah, I don't know if we want to go back to this. I'm not against, like, masterworking the gun by using it. Um... I, I just feel like you're, you're moving too many chess pieces at that point. I feel like you're moving a lot of pieces, and when you move all those pieces, it's just going to get a little muddy. Uh, you, you know, you're going to, what, I guess, keep enhancement cores in infusion, and then beyond that, you're going to 
you know, also then you're going to make masterworking a process. Like you're turning too many knobs. I just don't think that's a smart, I don't think that's a smart pivot right now. So if like Kite says, do you think D3 should mostly do away with PVP? It feels like tacked on content to what is a PVE game. It's never been in a good state. Supers and exotics will always ruin the gameplay. I think people are slowly warming up to the idea that PVP has been mediocre for four years and it just needs to go away. Unless it's just completely and utterly, you know, divorced from the game and completely separated. Um, so... I want to read Pope Bear's response. Somebody said, Hey, Pope Bear, what's your take on the Enhancement Core Infusion issue? We're going to add his Q&A to this Q&A on his Twitter. He said, I believe that making a choice matter in Destiny 2 is important. I also believe that there are not enough predictable ways to gain cores for the average player to enjoy making builds. Currently, the most effective way to gain cores is a cheesy, boring workaround. It isn't fun at the moment, and I think that ultimately that's the issue. I don't think throwing the baby out with the bathwater solution of removing them is the right approach either. Infusion to Masterwork should cost less, and there needs to be more predictable ways to earn cores. Yeah, again, I just disagree with him because he's not getting at the core issue of the the currency itself being contradictory. The currency should be there for mastery. Infusion's just more rhythmic and regular, and, the, and that, that convolutes the currency. So again, if you make the currency more readily available, you've now sullied and you've now trivialized masterworking items because it's just really easier to do. Thickness. Due to most PvE players leaving, stopping to play, do you think we will see more power surge bounties in Season of Opulence? I mean, probably. I really think the next thing we want to hear for them. Listen, if if the daily bounties are streamlined and simplistic enough, okay, that I can just grab them, do them, and every day just get a pretty good number of, of, of enhancement cores while I'm just playing the game, if they streamline leveling the way that I've suggested then I think I'll be a happy camper and I can champion that decision. I'm like, all right, we didn't get everything we wanted, everybody. We didn't get everything we wanted, but they streamlined leveling and these daily bounties are actually not that bad. Grab them. You just get cores while you're playing, right? As long as they're simple, you know, get kills with certain weapons or get so many kills and like, and not like the scrapper bounties where it's like, go, go into crucible and get X number of melee kills or go into a lost sector or whatever. That's disruptive. If they can be, if they, if the, if the daily bounties from the gunsmith can run parallel to your normal daily activity and it's feeding you enough enhancement cores to just rhythmically infuse and they streamline leveling, I will shut the frick up. I'll be like, okay, fine. This is, this is as good as we're going to get. But if the bounties are disruptive and they cause you to go to other places and you feel like the time investment doing the bounties is just, you're throwing that time away that you'd rather be doing something else, I'm going to say the same thing I've been saying about spiders bounties. So we'll just have to wait and see the details of the bounties. At this point, I probably need to do a video about the gunsmith bounties ahead of time and really call on Bungie. The daily bounties and the weeklies, all of them, they just need to be complementary and run parallel to normal game behavior. So whether somebody's going into the Crucible or going into strikes, public events, or whatever, they should just be completing those bounties without much thought. That way it's a rhythmic injection of cores in line with leveling. And please, for the love of Frick, streamline leveling. It wouldn't be disruptive if you could get blues and legendaries to level up naturally. Well, right. I mean, you would be wanting to level up less, though. If you were getting blues and purples at your level, you would definitely want to infuse less because you'd be getting drops all the time to boost you little by little. And if you were infusing every time, then infusion would be meaningful, right? 
you'd play for two or three days you'd be consistently kind of bumping the level right maybe some milestones peppered in there you'd be doing your dailies from the gunsmith and then when it would be time to infuse you'd be ready to rock and roll it would achieve what they're talking about but if it doesn't work that way if it's disruptive then it's going to continue to be a frustration in the community the problem is a lot of this is going to come down to perception They haven't met the community where they are. So even if I can make a video and say, guys, I actually don't think this is that bad. The daily bounties are a good injection. They're at a good rhythm. It doesn't matter. The community perception at this point is you didn't listen to us. This isn't a solution. Therefore, I don't care how it flows into the content. Now, they could win some of those people back by saying, we've streamlined leveling and we think the gunsmith bounties are going to run alongside of leveling in a healthy way. So if you didn't like the leveling and infusion in the past seasons, give Opulence a try. We think it's going to land on you a lot better. I really think they could pull this out of the fire, maybe, if they have a really, really good uh, update or blog about changes to leveling. That's if they don't do that, then I really just think the perception from the community is just going to be continue to be like, you're not listening to us. I don't want to come back. That seems like your perception. It's not my perception. I've firmly established at this point, it hit a fever pitch of frustration in Forsaken. That's why they changed the name of them and they added spider bounties. It hit a fever pitch during Forge, Season of the Forge. It hit such a fever pitch that Cosmo responded on the forums and summarized the community's thoughts on Enhancement Course. It hit another fever pitch in Season of the Drifter. That's a rhythm that is as clear as freaking day. That is proving it's not my perception. It's such a strong perception in the community that they've had to respond to us three times about it. It isn't my perception. I'm not projecting. Subaru. With the addition of Power Surge bounties, it almost feels like when the next DLC hits that they add more up-to-date versions to hit 690. If this is how Bungie sees leveling, what's the point of playing anymore if it just feels like a chore waste of time when I can do the same level as everyone else by not playing? (laughs) And in comes Subaru with Captain Obvious was hiding in the corner and it just landed on the discussion in this question. Like, why bother? Why bother? It's painful, slow, and it's stupid. And you'll probably just give me some power surge bounties and opulence. I'll just do that and hit 690. And I'll check out your content then. Like, yeah, yeah, you get, you get it. <laughs> you get it. If it's too painful, just come back and wait for the shortcut. Uh, Silk PJs. Why is a company would you not listen to your customer, though? I really would like your thoughts on that. I know that they aren't listening, but I just want your opinion. I don't know. We've gotten a a couple versions of this question. I can't give you a strong answer as to why they're not listening or why their version of listening seems like they're not listening. When you have to say, listen, when Dylan has to say we're not disregarding feedback, there's a reason that he's saying that because he understands that that's the perception in the community. The community is perceiving it as that you're not listening. If you have to continue to say we're listening, we're not disregarding your feedback, you're probably pushing against the perception that people think that you're not. You you don't have to say that if you are. Does that make sense? If a man walks into a room and he's seven feet tall, he doesn't have to say, I just want everybody to know I am tall. Okay? Just, did you hear me over there? Yes, you. Can you turn around? I just want you to know I'm a tall person. I can clearly see that, you frick. Why are you telling me that? Right? 
If they were listening and not disregarding feedback and instituting that feedback, they wouldn't have to say, I just, we just really want to let you go. We're not disregarding your feedback. We are listening. They have to say it because the perception is that they're not. You don't need to say that if you're listening. (laughs) You don't need to say that if you're not disregarding feedback. Rexus. Lono, do you have any clue why they nerfed the LMGs? Was this maybe because the Gambit Prime or just because other weapons are used less often? I don't know. Maybe they wanted to make the 20... Listen, you want to talk about being kind of kind of cheeky. They nerfed the, LM, the LMGs by 21%, and then the Pinnacle LMG is called the 21% Delirium, or the Delirium 21%, whichever it is. That's cheeky as frick. Like, <laughs> I just... I don't know. I... I don't know. I the, the the nerf to LMGs made no sense. It was like LMGs rode in on a steed and were great proof to the community to to Bungie. Look, this is what a legendary heavy can look like. Legendary heavies like grenade launchers, linear fusions, and rockets have been weak for a really really long time. LMGs land on the game and prove. Look, we can have we can have heavies that are legendary and be strong. That gives us diversity in our loadout. I don't feel like I have to run an exotic heavy. And what's their response to the overwhelming positive feedback from the community? Yeah, we nerfed have we nerfed LMGs against bosses and majors. What? Why? They were in a great place. Admiral Zoe. How would you feel about taking cores out of infusion but still needing it for masterworking gear guns? That's fine. That's what I. That's what I'm asking for. Wilhelm's. Would giving us five core per level and five cores every milestone be a happy medium? No. Just get them out of infusion. I'm. I'm. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Get it out of there. Clay Tongs. The more I think about it, I have to agree that the design of everything with this game is to mitigate their own bad design choices. They have begun health gating and making ad spam cheesy mechanics uh, to mitigate the power they gave us. They have altered simple maintenance mechanics such as cores to slow down. Down abuse of their own faulty economy. Do you believe that the core bounties will just be one more way to lock us out of weekly basis like milestones? I gotta tell you, I don't like using this term, but this question is woke. <laughs> it is 100% awake. I just... <laughs> it is all the way awake. It, yes. Yes. I, I didn't even consider some of the things you said just about like the health gating and certain enemies just being incredibly strong you're you're trying to constantly mitigate our power and our strength like just look at the design of reckoning right look at the design of reckoning reckoning is literally built on like a narrow thin line reckoning tier three you basically have to run Phoenix Protocol chest, Skull of the Dire Ahamkara helmet, and an Orpheus Riggs tether. If you don't, it becomes unbelievably tough. The way they mitigate our power is by meeting it. Right? I just... I don't know. I I agree with you. I, I think... And again, they made a presentation at the GDC and said, whatever power you introduce now is taking away from the pie in the future. You introduce the Fatebringer, you introduce the Midnight Coup, that's limiting what you can give people in the future because it's so, so strong. You guys are hitting some great points. Holy frick. Uh, X Yaz. Do you think cross save will be a thing? I, I would love it. I would love cross save. Everything's on the bungee.net servers. There's no reason you couldn't boot up on, on Battle.net and be like, here's my here's my bungee.net account, and it just pulls all your information down. PS4 can keep their stupid exclusives. I don't give a crap. Just pulls everything down except for the exclusives if you're not on PS4. All your stuff's on bungee.net. I can go change all my loadouts on my Xbox characters and not touch my Xbox. Because my characters are not on my Xbox. They're on the Bungie.net servers. 
Little Light Radio. Do you think the update on cores is just a band-aid until September when they release the fall update? Listen, they're the masters at this. They're the masters at this. So I think sometimes, I think sometimes, um, I don't know if it's manufactured, but certainly they like to basically frustrate, poke, frustrate, and poke, frustrate, and poke. They're like, oh man, looks like you got a bruise there. That really hurts. Allow us to relieve you of that pain, right? Double primary, ugh, static weapons, ugh. Oh gosh, this is painful. This is gross. Allow us to relieve you of that pain. Look at all we did in Forsaken. So September could ride in on a horse and say, Ho-ho! You guys have hated infusion costs and the RNG leveling. Here we are. Here we are to save you. To save you from your pain that we put you in. But we're here to save you from that pain. (laughs) And we'll celebrate. I'll probably sit here and be like, Yes! Thank you, Bungie! And we'll all be happy. Like, (laughs) it's, uh... It's definitely a pattern up to this point. Shine7k. Why is there barely any new exotics this season of the Drifter? I don't know. I don't think exotics are that important right now. I think more pinnacle weapons would be better because you could have more diversity in your loadout. Uh, it's Buddha time. I just offer an idea, but I'd like to know if you think they could do something like get kills with this weapon uh, that you want, uses infusion fuel. You get like 5 to 100 kills before infusion, and then it doesn't cost cores. Uh, again you're getting into a micro solution for a big problem I don't necessarily think that that's all that helpful or needed you're asking them to develop a new system that isn't in place I'm just saying take them out if you if you streamlined leveling so I was getting more level bumps you wouldn't be able to infuse like crazy everyone would get their way white light what if they separated masterworks from enhancement cores? Make masterwork cores as a separate currency. Again, you're just creating more currency upon more currency upon more currency. No. Spartan Spondy. Um, why do you think old Bungie is missing the mark so hard with enhancement cores? What do you think their design philosophy is? They outlined their design philosophy, and we knew this design philosophy 12 months ago. We didn't hear anything new. They want it to be an impactful decision. I don't think it's an impactful decision to infuse my gun 17 freaking times a season. It just isn't impactful. Sitting on a currency... And, and stockpiling it and deadlocking it so I can mitigate your pain point, I, it's not in meaningful at all. Real talk, folks. Real talk. It isn't meaningful. You bypass the pain point by stockpiling. So it isn't meaningful. I infuse the entire season. I don't give a frick. You're not going to slow me down. So what are you really doing? You're creating an impactful decision for people who play less? It's so dumb. It doesn't even land on the community properly. Think about all... There's just layers of illogical thinking here. The annual pass content is created for the more hobbyist, hardcore endgame player. Those players end up with a stockpile of enhancement cores, and the pain point doesn't land on them. Okay? Doesn't land on them. So, it's not landing on the people that the annual pass is, is, is somewhat built for, but everybody else, you're basically saying it's an impactful decision for everybody else. It's not an impactful decision for Lono, or, uh, or anybody else who's spoken up and said, listen, anybody that speaks up and says, I have enhancement cores, it's not impactful for them. It isn't. It's definitely not meaningful when they want you to invest in your gear and then they nerf it. I mean, gee, many Christmas, let's just hit another home run right back at them. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like, I stockpile, Paul Tassi says he stockpiles, even somebody who thinks it's a good idea like Goss says, I consistently have a good amount in my inventory, I get a pretty good trickle of them. Even he is saying it's not all that painful. So even the people that disagree with it or agree with it are saying, it isn't really a pain point for me. 
So, what's the point? Is it impactful and meaningful? No, it's not. It's just a point of frustration for everybody else who plays less. Moongrav. Wouldn't it be better if we master our guns and armor by using them? We've already talked about this. We've already engaged with that suggestion. Red Strike Tiger. When Bungie stated that they are watching enhancement core usage and obtainment, do you think it's damaging the player base if most of us aren't using our cores and piling them up? For example, if we use them up every week, would it force Bungie to look at the numbers and make a change? I mean, are you like, this is not an answer or solution. No. If we did that, then they would just cite that. They would say, look at the number of cores being used in a given week. Look at this. People are using them. Now, you're, you're, you're wanting us to all, what, all bleed our stores dry so that Bungie can basically see the light? I mean, they're not stupid. They know what we're doing. You think Bungie's in the dark about the fact that probably like, what, the two to three weeks leading up to Season of the Drifter, there was probably a rise in enhancement core farming going on. Like, people were probably going to Spider more often and saving up a pile. They know what's going on. Promech. Do you think there will ever be a way of upgrading the older armor sets? I personally love the Mercury Cairo set. I'm hoping they do that in the future. I think there's a lot of great gear back then. Reaper. Uh, I think what they should do is have uh, every powerful drop give you a plus one, but every vendor has eight power bounties. Oh, you're right. We want to add power bounties? Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know if we need more things that feed us powerfuls. I think the milestone system's fine if it was complemented by blues and purples landing at our level. Mac 29. Uh, 29.9. If they keep cores in, have the armor gain a level of mass working each time you infuse until they reach max? Thoughts? Again, you guys are getting into micro solutions that I'm just not interested in discussing. I think it's too big of a problem for little suggestions like that. We're getting we're getting splintered when we do that. Double shot. Not sure if it's been asked, but why not allow us to level your gear through use? Certain we already yeah we've already dealt with this. We've already dealt with that question. Solo uh, solos as you uh, UK. Do you think we can fit something like a finest matter weave in effect constantly like killing random yellow bars and majors can give enhancement cores? Again, this is a micro solution that just basically overfeeds us the currency. When you overfeed us the currency, you trivialize masterworking. The currency being scarce is supposed to be in line with masterworking because masterworking is an endgame grind. Ever since I started playing, I masterworked armor and I masterworked at most 10 weapons. Uh, you masterworked... I never masterworked armor, and I masterworked almost 10 weapons, because I always have shortage of cores, to the point of after some time uh, scrapping those masterwork weapons to get cores back, so I can level up. What do you think about the grind for cores? We've already talked about this at at length. Uh, we've talked about this at length. Um, oh, did reset happen? Where is Zer, by the way? Zer is in Europe? We can go get him during Q&A. He's on the EDZ. Okay, we'll go check him out during Q&A. Vork Tanamo Bay. Do you think we should be able to grab all the bounties from orbit? I feel like a waste of ton of time flying in and grabbing bounties. I think they need to consider bypassing some trips to the tower. At least, at least for those on console, it's just such a, it's just, it's just such a, a, an enormous waste of time sometimes. Chafe says, at what point do you do you say stop and start over in completely new game because the way they present D two currently stands is too far gone? I do think D three needs to be completely rebuilt and completely changed with respect to how they deliver stuff. 100%. 100% needs to be in a different a different uh it needs to be dedicated servers, different engine. Yes. 
this is too restrictive. There's too many there's too many systems in here that contradict each other. As the one question asked just a little bit ago, a lot of their bad economy design just ends up and a lot of their bad damage design just ends up being like, well, they have to do cheesy things to mitigate how strong we are now. You know, health gates and enemies that just seem way too strong or basically enemies that have zero cooldown on their abilities. There's just there's all kind of things that add to it. Um so he this week is selling the Huckleberry, Mask of the Quiet One, Gemini Jester, and the the Controverse Hold. Uh, and then Justice is the next invitation of the nine. A strike completed with Fallen and Hive samples. Uh, and I'm gonna buy this just to see what I get. I'm hoping for armor. I'll probably get a gun. I actually got armor. Uh, did it did it did did not a terrible roll on the Carnesine armlets. So. I suppose if there's people that want to do this next phase while I'm taking more questions, you could join me in orbit and we could do uh, the strike and get the things or whatever. Uh, the Archon Lord, we could probably do Hive by doing the one Nightfall and just make it really easy because I'll go in here and do this while I'm preparing. Um, are we still getting some info on Opulence next TWAB? No idea. No idea. People really confuse what happened. There is no stream on Opulence. They're going to be using the stream studio for the capture event about Opulence. Thickness. This is for me to fully understand. Your system would work by allowing blues to help us round our gear out, and milestones would be this extra thing to give us a mega boost in levels, and then we could round ourselves out again and repeat until max level. Should we just increase the overall speed of leveling to where uh, it isn't a part of the content? No, because I think it's totally fine to be like new stuff, new power levels required, and then that that's it. That's a, that's a that's a part of the grind. I think that's totally fine to say. There, there's new, there's new things to do, but we're gonna put a little bit of a barrier between you and the content, and that is you leveling, right? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's, it's one of those things where you, you, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna create an environment where you are, you're going into, you wanna go into content and feel like there is a sense of progression. You don't want to just boot up. You don't want to just boot up and say, oh, hey, uh, there's new grind. Go get the gear. I think having a sense of progression and leveling is totally fine. Brawler, Blackout, and Ark for, for, for Reckoning now. Blackout just is such a oof. That is rough. Shine says, removing PvP would help nobody. I've never heard anyone say they want it gone besides you. <laughs> You're not listening. Uh, while there does need to be a wall built between PvP and PvE balancing, removing a whole part of the game that can peak to 600-ish uh, players daily would be in a bad place if you can't just remove it. I'm going to make this about as clear as I can. I'm not saying I want it gone. I'm saying I think it. I think it needs to either do what you said, have a dividing wall, or just go away. Okay? Here's the thing. It's more about a business decision, okay? It's it's more about a business decision. If the people that are primarily playing PvP are non-revenue generating consumers, you take all of them off the playing field, how many people are left? And what's their experience? Mediocre PvP. PvP has never been phenomenal. So again, they could be moving away from it. I'm not saying they need to or they should, but there needs to be either, as you said, a clear dividing line or just get rid of it. Um, so 
Gary, I feel like Forsaken brought back a lot of players, but the annual pass drove them back away. I agree. Shouldn't the Thorn Quest approach, uh, giving you different avenues to complete each part of the quest, be more of a focal point going forward for future content releases? It definitely should be a more focal point for leveling. Mook me. If we adhere to the enhancement core infusion system and put our time and energy into spending cores on a weapon that is the meta for the season, only to have that weapon nerfed into oblivion in the following season, that's the point. Uh, then what's the point of playing their game? Yeah, the, Eugene already asked this in chat. That's a really good question. That's another point you know pain point Donnie Vino what if we use the existing kill tracker to have dual function once the kill track uh, and one to help reduce pain point of infusion with kill count unlocks for upgrades not a bad micro solution I'm just trying to go for bigger solutions do you find managing bucket dump inventory system very tedious or outdated I personally would like to see more agency from the collection system even if you have to find and dismantle the perks in the wild to unlock the perk selection option in the collections menu we need some type of solution for that yes trust 5 I personally feel that the scrapper bounties are not enough we need constant source of enhancement cores to remove them from the game or remove them from the game Eva's holiday. You're just expressing your opinion. Great. Red Strike Tiger. The bounties and pursuits. Do you think the next season we should have a separate tab for bounties and then pursuits and exotic quests can stay where they are, especially with the new gunsmith bounties? They are going to have to think about <clears throat> just managing everything that's in here. Yes. They're going to have to think about that. There's so much stuff. There's so much stuff in there. It's a lot. Amish Milkman. Do you think that since Bungie exhibits a recurring pattern of small fixes that lead to a larger problem, if Bungie removes enhancement cores from infusion, could that not lead to a drop in legendary shards and other materials to mitigate the pain point? Excuse me. I like got like a tickle in my throat from that one inhale. Um, a drop in legendary shards and other materials to mitigate the pain point. I, again, I don't know if we even need to do that. If leveling is happening more often, then <clears throat> you're just naturally going to be feeling like I need to infuse less because I'm getting, <clears throat> excuse me, because I'm getting more stuff. <clears throat> Sorry about all the throat clearing. <clears throat> if you made it this far in the podcast, I apologize. I think I got it. Okay. Freak of Nature. Do you think the new spring event will be able to hold the community over until the next DLC? I foresee a lot of people leaving until September. We'll just have to wait and see what they offer in the summer. We're going to have to wait for details. We're going to have to wait for details. I'm just going to keep calling them to make stuff better for the community at large and make things accessible while also giving a grind. I don't think accessibility and grind are enemies of each other. I don't. I don't. So we're going to keep talking about this. Don't go anywhere. If you want to stick around for the live stream, I'm not shutting the stream down. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live. I'm probably live right now. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. That's with all of my content. I appreciate you quit listening and watching. Please like, share, and subscribe.